Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another Come Out of the Wilderness. It's Thursday, I'm Shelly and I am back. And I'm back with what I really believe is going to uh, challenge a lot of, a lot of us um, based on some of the things that I've been seeing over the past week. I just kind of stirred some things up in my spirit. So before I go further, good morning, Cindy. Um, I pray that you will like this video, share it, tell your friends, tell your mommy, your daddy, and your girlfriends to listen in. For those of y'all who are watching, whether it's the live or the replay, I pray that this blesses you. There's going to be some, some uh, lessons and warnings in this episode, um, but as always, I'm going to back it up with the word, and I am going to speak some things over some people if you have eyes to see and ears to hear. And so, Holy Spirit, we we give you way and we ask that you take over. This is your call as always. This is always about you. This is always about driving people back to you, Lord. This is always about showing them who they are and uh, opening their eyes and getting them to understand their identity in Christ and, and drawing closer to you, Lord God. So Lord, I, I give you this call and I, I give you the words and I give you the atmosphere. I give all things back to you and ask that you will take over and lead. Amen. So, as you can see, the title for today's lesson is From Imposter to Conqueror. So I'm going to put some context around that. Let me turn my music. This is soaking music I play in the background, y'all. If you if you watch my other lives, you realize I do have to have some kind of music in the back. Um, so I'm not trying to set a, a fake atmosphere. It literally, I need I need that in the background. Um, but from from what you see from imposter to uh, to conqueror, um, I'm going to just drop a verse before I give you the context of where this is coming from and, and share another. Uh, I literally had a, a vision this morning and I'm going to tell you guys what I'm what I'm seeing. And it, again, it's coming from the Lord. You don't have to believe me. Go back into his word, as I always say. Um, but I'm just going to start with this verse, Philippians 2. This is out of ESV. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. All right. So I was in the LinkedIn streets um, earlier this week, and I was minding my own business as I was doing the scroll. I came across a post um, where a, I'm going to say, well-intentioned woman, and I don't know her, had there's a trend that's starting called why I love my imposter syndrome and it's being used as a coaching and a motivational tool and the minute I saw that I had this vision of people of God and I'm talking to believers whether you you're a baby Christian drinking milk meaning you know you just found the Lord or you've been in you know in in this walk or you're you're trying to get into this walk whatever where, wherever you are but the minute I saw that, I, I had this vision of people literally collecting things that look like tickets and they were just going over a cliff. And I saw people opening doors that they can't shut and then wondering why they can't be blessed or why they're cursed. And we call these things portals. And so when I saw that, I went back, of course, to God, to the Lord and said, what is this? And I'm telling you, I was so incensed. Uh, part of the reason I was so incensed is because once you understand who you are in Christ, you are not accepting the labels that the world is making up or giving you. So let me be clear about what imposter syndrome is. 
before, you know, I get the hate mail and I really don't care. <laughs> the angel of the Lord is with me and he's already gone forth. Okay. Many of us have experienced moments of self-doubt and insecurity. Some of us, it comes from confidence crisis, right? Some of us, it comes from disobedience where we placed ourselves in, in, in areas and positions with contracts and jobs on assignments where God didn't send you. But it has become a self-diagnosed phenomenon. It has become a marketing tool. Something that born out of, you know, helping people understand weak moments or challenges and then offering up ways for them to come out of that has become a diagnosed, self-diagnosed phenomenon. And so now you have people talking about why I love my imposter syndrome. And I want to frame it this way. Imagine you are someone who has cancer. Are you cancer? No, you're not saying I am that thing and you love that thing. I'm urging us, please do not receive what the world wants you to believe about yourself. You are a child of God, you're not an imposter. All things are working together for your good, as it says in Romans 8, 28. And as I remind, you know, friends of mine, renew your mind, renew your mind in Romans 12, 2. When we get into the business of naming and owning the spirit of failure, the spirit of fear, the spirit of doubt, the spirit of insecurity, and we start making idols out of them and treating it like it's a motivational tool, it's counter to what God has for you. It's counter to what God says about you. You cannot be a believer going into Proverbs 31 and saying, oh, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. And then saying, I love my imposter syndrome. Philippians 1.6, and I'm going to take us into Philippians a little further on, and I'll share my screen, but I just have to share all of these things that the Lord showed me. Philippians 1 verse 6, and I'm going to drop this in the room. And if you have your Bible, follow along with me. All right, I'm going to drop it in the chat so y'all see it for yourself, <laughs> okay? And I am sure of this. I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. What the Lord has started in you, he will finish. You don't have to have a crisis or a confidence or a crisis over that. You don't have to doubt everything that the, that the Lord has started in you, he will finish. The promises that he's made to you, he will finish. Another verse. Psalm 139.14, and a lot of y'all know this, and a lot of y'all say this, but I don't think a lot of y'all believe it. So I'm going to drop it in here again so you have this. So Psalm 139.14, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I, you, fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My soul, my mind, my thoughts my emotions. We are unique. 
but you have to stop looking to the world to fulfill you. Romans 8.28, this is how I have confidence in who I am because I know whose I am. I have confidence in who I am because I know whose I am and I, I'm encouraging you to do this. Romans 8.28 tells you, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose, not your purpose, not your plan, according to his purpose. And once you are aligned and understand, Lord, what is the purpose? What is it that you have called me to do? All things are working together for that. And your confidence grows, grows, and you're encouraged because you're in the right place. You're in the place that God has elected you. A lot of you are in assignments that you put yourself there and you're struggling and you're trying to figure out how to make it work and saying, I don't value, no one values me. I, I don't feel valued. And that spirit of fear takes over and that spirit of doubt takes over and insecurity takes over. And you begin to love that thing and it becomes an idol because it looks good to say this. It looks good that you're a part of this crowd to say, I have imposter syndrome. Listen, there are people that have real issues, y'all. And for those of y'all who have real honest issues, get help. It's okay. But for those of y'all who are just clinging to whatever the words the world says and whatever is new, and naming yourself things God didn't call you to. I'm urging you to don't, don't do this. So I'm going to share Philippians 4, 9. I'm telling you that the Lord has been on me on this thing. Because I literally see people just going over the cliff. And I'm no longer in that game where I'm just going to receive what anybody says about me. Because I know whose I belong to. I know who, whose I am, okay? So let me come out and this little So, oh God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Lord God, thank you, Lord. I'm just hearing him saying, You belong to me, y'all. You belong to me. So, Philippians 4. And I'm just going to remind you, for those of y'all who need to know this in this season, if you're going through doubt, if you're not sure, if you're in the right place, if you're feeling a sense of uh, chaos and, and, and you have a confidence crisis, go back to Philippians 4. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Stop telling your friends. They can't solve it for you. If God's going to use them, they're going to know, <laughs> okay? He will, he will send help, but go to God first. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in, in Christ Jesus. Why? You need peace. Why do you need peace in your minds and in your hearts? Because we respond in that way. If we have peace in our hearts and our minds, then the things that we say about ourselves aren't the same things, y'all. You can't say that you're a failure. 
You can't say that you have no value. You can't say you don't know God. You can't say any of those things when you have the peace of God in your heart and in your mind. That's why you have to go back. Finally, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Father, I praise you for this morning that I, I'm able to wake up and open my eyes and see. I praise you for that. What are you thinking about? What are you feeding into your mind, y'all? What have you learned and received and heard and seen in me? Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. And another verse Christians say all the time, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's why I can walk in confidence. That's why if someone asks me if I have this thing, I can honestly, and I say it all the time, I don't have anything. I don't have any syndrome because I fully believe that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And if I need help, my father loves me so much. Verse 19, my God will supply every need of mine according to his riches and glory. He will send help. What do I have to be afraid of? I don't have to fake it to make it because of whose I am. I don't have to fake it to make it because of who I belong to. I don't have to have a spirit. I don't have a spirit of doubt and lack. And I encourage you, y'all, the same things that he does for me, he does for you. I am not special. I'm just willing and obedient. And I tell you what the word says. And I show you the word so you see it for yourself. Stop believing what other people are telling you. Stop jumping on these trains, y'all. It's okay to be different. It's okay to stand on God's word. It's okay to be a proud woman of God. It's okay to be inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's okay to be empowered by his word. That's okay. Stop receiving what the, what the world says about you. You cannot convince me otherwise because I know who I serve. And he shows up every day. And the same way he shows up for me, he shows up for you. Let me put this in a way for those who are not believers. Folks who are not, who never heard of Christ and, and you're thinking, oh, just another Christian woman railing. Let me put it to you this way. In the words of Judge Judy, follow the money. There are organizations that are creating marketing, marketing tools. There are coaches that are buying into this thing and convincing people that they need to own their imposter syndrome so they can sell you a coaching service. So if you're not a believer, let me put it in a way that you understand. Don't buy what they're selling. A lot of us need to be broken so you can be sold something. And I'm telling you, don't buy into this service. The minute you receive this, it's yours. It attaches to you like tar and you can't get rid of it. You've got to know who you are in him. You got to build up your confidence in him so that you're not opening doors and portals that you can't shut. And then you come back and say, Lord, God, help me. There's a generational curse. 
I'm going to close with this prayer in Psalm 68 that he showed me this morning. And I'm going to speak this over your life. Whether you're live or watching the replay, for those who are listening to this on um, Audible streams, Amazon Music, I don't even know. We're everywhere at this point, okay? But I'm going to speak this thing over your life in Psalm 68. Summon your power, O God, the power, O God, by which you have worked for us. Rebuke the beast, rebuke those beasts that dwell among your people and trample underfoot those who lust after them and scatter those people who delight in war against us. Father, let us be delivered from our enemies, those even in our minds. I pray over every single person who is listening that you will have eyes to see and ears to hear, that you can discern the things that are not true about you. I pray, Lord God, that they will see you every day. I rebuke every single witchcraft, everything that is coming against your people, everything that is distracting them, everything that is trying to, to, to tell them that they're, they're doubtful, that they're lack and they have no worth. I rebuke those things. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your grace. I pray that today that they will come to see your grace. I thank you for your holy presence. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Y'all, don't just listen to what people say about you. You've got to know who you are. I don't care what body you're in. I really don't care what body you're in. You got to know who you are. And don't let people tear you down and just throw words at you. You got to know your own value. And I pray this over you. Y'all, I'm going to close here. <laughs> the Spirit just took over my call. And I thank you, God, for your holy presence. I thank you that the angel of the Lord has already gone forth. And I pray and bless every single one of you. Anyone who is standing in need, y'all, if, if there are people who are broken, broken in spirit, broken hearted, if you need encouragement, I, I bless you. I bless you. I prophesy that to you today, that you will come to see the glory of God in your life for yourself, that he will demonstrate his power to you and that you will see him and not me. You will hear his words and not mine. God loves you. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. God loves you. That is the truth. That is the truth. And it's a free truth. So I bless you, y'all. I will be back next week. Do something for somebody else today. Be kind to people around you, y'all. Amen. Thank you.